And now, with thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue at Lone. Building or renovating? They work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie. So now it's time to drop into those folks in Studio One. While they slag off and insult each other, for us it's kind of fun. For tips on housework and DIY, it's the only place to be. As Big Bad Brian joins us now on Midlands 103. Cloonan, that is. Mr. Fix-It. Y'all come back now, you hear? Yeehaw! Big Bad Brian. I like that, yeah. Big Bad Brian. Mm, I'll go with that. Right. We'll have to come up with something that rhymes with Will. Something, yeah. Complimentary, of course. Naturally, of course, yes. Anyway, Mr. Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore until 11. So feel free to send me your question. By the way, just worth mentioning um, with the storms, I said this a couple of weeks ago, but there's so many places were out of power. Mm. It's worth mentioning a couple of things that we all have. I mean, you can buy fantastic, you know, lanterns that work off batteries and they're brilliant and you can buy little camping stoves and they're brilliant. But we all have in our houses things that we don't think of. So the barbecue is one. If you have a gas barbecue, you can cook. Mm. You can boil water on it if you want. You can just put a saucepan on it and turn it on. and You can obviously cook on it without a problem. Um, and the other thing we mentioned before, I know I mentioned it, but just in in the context of the recent storms and so many people out of power, um, battery-operated Christmas lights, remarkable when they're in a cluster, the light that they give. So, you know, if you find yourself without power and you say, I have no torch, I have no whatever... It is remarkable what they give. Sure, but the problem is, maybe two weeks ago, we painstakingly you put them in put the them attic. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that. And the second time around after the storm, you're yes. not going to painstakingly yeah. put them away. Well, then again. I'd say what you do is get the lantern, get the... And a lot of these lanterns just work on AA batteries. And don't leave the batteries in it. We, we have a torch on our phone, and what you do is... Put, leave the batteries beside it, but don't leave them in it. And uh, the ordinary jurors, the ordinary AA batteries or whatever the lantern takes, they generally tend to last for 7, 8, 20 hours, depending on the lantern. Mm. So, uh, but we should all keep a torch or something handy that will last longer than just the phone. But the phone is handy for going and finding the torch in the, in the dark. If you were listening last week, Brian mentioned methylated spirits as a great way to clean your glasses. Yes. And Vi wants to say it really works and they seem to stay clean for longer. So fantastic recommendation. Great. She's giving you a compliment. You yeah, should have seen fantastic. how nervous well, you are. Well, actually, for a I have to say, speaking of compliments, I, we, in the storm, we, one of our neighbours, unfortunately for them, lost a tree which came down across the road and some of, when... They, when it was being cut, a lot of the branches came into our house. Mm. And uh, I just want to pay tribute to the council. I know we all slag, as I would myself, the, the, the council lads, and you see them standing there with a shovel or whatever. But I just, I saw them working. I was off on Monday afternoon and they were going like ants taking down this tree. And then they came in to remove all the debris that they inadvertently had cut and knocked into our house because the the height of the tree... And they were in and out and gone in due time. They never stood still for a minute. So not often I pay compliments to council lads, but I will give them a... No, uh, plus they knew you'd be bitching and moaning. <laughs> no, <I> didn't. <laughs> will and Brian, please help with a crying face emoji. Starlings have started to build nests in my roof. And already? it sounds like a stampede up there. I already have the caterpillar thingy. 
presume that's the hairy molly. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So what else could I consider? It's so noisy. It's the the cattle, the, the the hairy molly, which is the the long, long, long brush that goes into the gutter, is only really designed to keep the gutters clean. Now, sometimes if your gutter is very close to your roof tile. It can be shoved up so f- high mm. that the birds won't go past it. But really, the only thing to do is the anti-bird combs. And the anti-bird combs, you'll get them from people who sell roof tiles or people who supply and fit gutters. They also supply and fit the... So the PVC people that do gutters will have the anti-bird combs. And they go on the top of the fascia and they fold back in. And they're called a comb because they have long fingers a bit like a comb, but they still allow ventilation. So the important thing is that the birds can't get in, but your attic is still ventilated because if you were to seal off everything completely, well, then what would happen is you'd get dry rot in your attic. So they work really well. I I had a problem many years ago with starlings and we tried everything under the sun and the anti-bird combs were the only thing that really, truly worked. Okay. Uh, Next is... Caller asking if weed killer can be used to good effect in winter. This is from Matt in Port Arlington. No. So any of the the truly systemic ones, so any of the weed killers that burn off the surface um, can be used. So you could use, for argument's sake, there's an industrial strength vinegar that works, but really it just burns off the surface. So with deep-rooted weeds, it doesn't really kill it. It just knocks off, kills off the surface. So, you know, if you're having the mother-in-law in to visit your house and you want the weeds all gone in a few days, well, then the industrial strength vinegar is, is great for that. But it's not systemic. It doesn't go in through the leaves of the plant. So really, for most weed killers, you need active growth. Now, there is a little bit of growth starting, but you need a week of active growth. And if you spray in the right conditions then it goes into the plant, down to the roots, and wipes out the plant completely. And it's a little early for that yet. Really, the rule of thumb is March. They, the rule of thumb used to always be, people used to say St. Patrick's Day. Now, it's not that it's the 17th. Of, it had, you don't have to start on the 17th, but it's an indication that really it's March before the growth starts in earnest. And the day you spray it is important. You need to spray it on a day when there's, when there's growth because all these weed killers that enter through the leaves you have to have an active growing day. If you go out on a very cold day, it won't go, it, the plant isn't absorbing what you're spraying on and it won't, ha- it won't be as effective. Caller frustrated as water is gone in Mount Melick for the second time in a fortnight without notification. We checked with Irish Water. They say a power outage may cause supply disruptions in the Acragar davitt Road area of Mount Melick and the work is uh, scheduled to take place until 2 o'clock this afternoon, after which they say you should allow two to three hours for your supply to fully return. I believe as well there's a disruption in the Rose Analysis area, and that is because of work scheduled to take place at 6 or, or from uh, 6 p.m. on the 31st of January, until 10am on the 1st of February. So they are giving some notice for the Rosanalis disruption. The matter in Mount Melick seems to have been uh, power-related. Yeah, yeah. power-related rather than necessarily a They should give us two weeks' notice of the storm. <laughs> really, they should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, um, I just caught the end of that reference to methylated spirits. Can you repeat? Yeah, so 
Brian had a question last week about keeping glasses clean and cleaning them as no, well without smears. No, what actually happened was that a customer just mentioned in the shop that it is brilliant. Remember, at the time, it was the freezing cold weather and people were struggling with the tank in the, the windscreen washer tank freezing. Mm. And uh, there was a customer in who was saying they had just driven from moat and... Uh, they couldn't see anything by the end. They had to get out and stop and pour water over it, um, over the windscreen. Um, so we had a customer in who said he always puts methylated spirits in his window washer. And being alcohol, it doesn't freeze and it mixes with water. It's not like oil, it does mix with water. So it leaves your windscreen very clean. And I was saying if I want to clean my windscreen inside or out, uh, I would always use methylated spirits. And then I said I also use it for cleaning my glasses. And I commented on the fact that I can never understand how the glasses get dirty so quickly. But then I work in a dusty environment. Um, but uh, I clean them every day with, yeah. And that That's, tells us that he listens back to himself on this show <laughs> constantly. How do you remember that? I, I don't know because you know my memory is terrible. Granny also says Mets can be a great stain remover for furniture and a powerful antiseptic. Ooh, it's an alcohol. Yeah, ooh, the thought of it. I'll take your word on that. Yeah. Granny, we won't have a demonstration if it's okay. I got, um, I got cryotherapy yesterday, so I had freezing spray I, on various places. I'm just thinking of uh, 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 when you thought of putting the methylated spirits on it, Ugh. I just shivered a little bit. Yeah. And did it shrivel? It <laughs> 25 to 11. It's time for the latest Community Diary with Tommy Solicitors at Loan, one of the largest, longest established and most respected firms of solicitors in the Midlands. Mullingar Order of Malta are hosting a volunteer recruitment evening tomorrow. Excuse me, that's not tomorrow, it's today. 8.30 in Column Barracks. And to become a volunteer, you don't need any previous first aid experience as full training will be provided. Phone Colin on 087-943-0954 or see Order of Malta Mullingar on Facebook. Dunkerran Church of Ireland Tractor Run takes place Sunday the 28th of January. Registration from 12 noon in Dunkerran Arms Car Park and there will be refreshments and raffle afterwards in Dunkerran Community Centre. A donation from funds raised will be given to Dunkerran National School Autism Unit. Sweets, the South West Meath Employment Service is hosting a free nine-week women's development programme running three hours a week from this Thursday, tomorrow, until Thursday the 21st of March. And the course is free for any woman over 35 living in Westmeath who's interested in the topics of personal development, goal setting, digital skills and interview techniques. Contact Sweets for more information 057 93 32030. Shooting Stars are holding a club table quiz in aid of Special Olympics tomorrow evening half past eight in the Anbrook Hotel in Mullingar with loads of prizes available and a table of four is just €40. Euro. And creative writing workshops for children kick off Sunday the 4th of February, 2 to 4, for six weeks. And if your child is aged 8 to 12 years, you can sign them up for €90 Euro at 4 Bastion Street, Athlone. Call Neve on 086 362 3971 or check out on Facebook Creative Writing for Children Athlone.
to check those details again, go to midlands103.com. And if I miss something in your area, call 0818 300 103. Community Diary, with thanks to Tormi Solicitors, experienced in the areas of law that affect people on a day-to-day basis. Tormies.ie DIY Dilemmas, sorted with Mr. Fixit. Thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting at Talbot Avenue Athlone. Building or renovating, we work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie Joe is on the hunt for Bluestone. He has priced it in a few places and is coming in at €120 for a 25 kilo bag. Purpose is to treat moss on his driveway. So he's wondering if that's... He certainly doesn't need a 25 kilo bag. No. You'll buy one kilo packs of it for, you know, 10, 12, 15 max euro. And it mixes at a dilution, a very high dilution rate. So you can use it dry or you can use it wet so you can dilute it in water and spray it on if the conditions are good or you can sprinkle it on very lightly dry if it's wet conditions uh, It's all, we've had people who've used it on concrete and it has stained it but it doesn't seem to stain the tarmac at all go figure but it's, it's, it's look it's not the most effective way of killing moss but it does work and it's very good to if, if the weather conditions are not right, as in if it's not dry, mm. the fact that you can sprinkle it on as a fine powder. Uh, but it goes a long, long way. So you don't, you definitely don't need a 25 kilo bag. What By the alternatives way, could he consider? You say it's not the most effective. No, right? no. It's very, it's a, you see, tarmac is be careful because things can stain tarmac. So personally, I'd always wait. Some of the moss killers work really well if the conditions are right. And that's the cheapest way of doing it. But the 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 bluestone is great. You can mix it. I think it's um, ooh, I think it's fifty grams in five liters, and then spray it on. But the the moss, anything, anytime you apply a liquid to kill moss, the moss has to be so it'll never be dry, but it has to be sufficiently dry to be absorbent. So if it's saturated, such as at the moment, exactly, it's so just going like to run today's off. Today is a dry day. But it, the moss would be drenched from yesterday yes. and it won't absorb it. So today would be the day if there's rain on the way, you'd sprinkle on a light. There's a thing called a flower dredger, which you can make your own. You can basically get a jam jar and punch little holes in it and fill the jam jar and sprinkle it on and that will do. By the way, we'll say uh, hello and good morning and whatever and well done to all the students listening to you in Stony Batter at the moment. In Stony Batter? In Stony Batter. So Joy Clunan and her friends are just finished exams and I think most of them are finished and I think they went fine. <laughs> they went fine. Uh, so, um, I know, they went well, I think, for them and uh, they're all listening to you. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Have we any scandal about Joy? <sighs> oh, no, not, not at the moment. Fair enough. Caller says we finally paid off the mortgage. Hip, hip, oh, hooray. wow, Fantastic. And seemingly the bank and indeed the solicitors don't want to keep the deeds anymore. What's the best way to keep them safe in the house in the event of a fire? That's a great problem to have though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, well, seemingly, I'm surprised yeah. that the solicitor's not hanging on to them. No, they won't anymore, I gather. This, I'm being told this again and again. So they, neither the bank nor the solicitor want to keep the deeds. It's, I suppose it's a responsibility and maybe somebody has you know, sued them for losing their deeds in the past or whatever, I don't know. But seemingly they don't want the responsibility anymore. 
And yeah, the caller's quite right. So what do you do? I mean, you get, there's various options. The cheapest option is to get a, a fireproof pouch. So you buy this fireproof pouch that your deeds go into. And I would always say then, uh, put in the fireproof, fireproof pouch and put it somewhere, uh, obviously with the least amount of flammability. Don't put it right beside where you store your tins of paint or your... your um, your, uh, was that Joy replying? Yes, it was, actually. <laughs> she just put, ha, ha, and it's on my watch. I have my phone on silent. I didn't realise the watch would beep. Sorry about that. Um, so the next option is you can buy a little fireproof briefcase, which is both, and this is important for all these fireproof stuff. It's fireproof. What happens if you have a fire in the house, Will? It burns down. <laughs> Well, sorry, if you're lucky and you have a fire in the house, what happens next, you dirty Egypt? You get the, the fire, fire brigade come. Yeah, the fire yeah, brigade yeah. come. And what do they do? They spray the house with water. So it's very important that your documents or your valuables are not your dirty Egypt. <laughs> He's sniggering away here. Um, that the it's not just fireproof, it's waterproof. Mm. So you can get a briefcase and uh, it's also fireproof and waterproof. And last of all, you can get a fireproof safe. So the difference between a, a fireproof safe and the briefcase is the briefcase is mobile. So like it could be stolen, uh, whereas the safe is both fireproof and secure. So you put your valuables in knowing that A, in the event of a fire, nothing will burn and B, they can't break into it. So they're the three kind of options uh, that you can go for. Would safes not be fireproof as standard? No. Really? Yeah, so if you go to an ordinary safe, say an ordinary household safe, say you're, you're booked into, as you are always booking into very expensive hotels and they all come with a, a, a little safe inside. When you open the door, the inside of the safe is almost the same size as the outside of the safe. When you open the door of a fireproof safe, the inside is very small comparative to the outside because it has a thick wall of insulation the whole way around. So it reduces the inside of the safe quite dramatically. So the idea is not to transfer the heat from the outside to the inside. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Hilda asks, where can I get glue for a rope seal on a solid fuel stove? Yeah, so any, nearly every hardware shop builders, providers, plumbing shops probably, I'm sure, do it as well. So it's just, gets what it's called. It's called uh, rope, stove rope adhesive, or stove rope glue. And it comes in a little tube, like a little tube of Tipex. And when you buy it, normally it's a clear bottle, but if it's not, you need to know that it really settles. It really, really settles. So you need to shake it really well. And in fact, what's more, I'd always say, get a screwdriver and put it in and stir it all around and then shake it really well again. And... Uh, Every time you use, well, nine times out of ten, certainly on the doors, anytime you use stove rope, unless it's around the top where kind of gravity keeps it in place, you need to use uh, stove rope glue, stove rope adhesive to stick it in place. Brian Clunan is with us until 11. If you wish to text him, please don't because he has his phone on loud. <laughs> Mr. Fixit on Midlands 183 with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue Athlone. Official stockists of Laura Ashley Lighting and Mirrors. See our dedicated Laura Ashley Boutique in store. Brightideas.ie After 11, Andrew McGinley will be here. Andrew lost his three children at the hands of their mum four years ago. But he's very much looking forward and he wants to keep their memories alive in a very positive way. 
and he's going to share some of that positivity with you in around 15 minutes. Brian Clunan is still here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore and lots of questions to get through. Uh, the next one concerns... Where's it gone on me? Yes, I have a salt lamp, which I find very beneficial to my health. However, the bulb has stopped working. And even though I replaced the bulb, um, the new bulb is lighting, but the salt lamp doesn't seem to be releasing salt. Has Brian any suggestions? Okay, so I think we need an explainer on no, how they I think, work, maybe. Yeah, so the way... this I, I bet you I know the problem here. They've either replaced the bulb with a lower wattage bulb or... You know the way we were always waxing lyrical about the, the, the advantages of using LED bulbs? Mm. And you should we should all have, every bulb in the house should be an LED bulb because it'll save you so much money. And obviously a salt lamp, lamp is left on quite a lot. So if you switch to an LED bulb, it will save you money. But the problem is there's no heat from an LED bulb. And it's the heat you need from the traditional oh, bulb right, yes, that yes. creates... The, the, the mean, that makes the salt lamp work. So uh, most salt lamps use um, uh, 25 watt bulbs, traditional 25 watt bulb. So if you have replaced the bulb with a similar looking uh, either 15 watt bulb or even sometimes a 7 watt bulb, that can all these can look quite similar. Or if you've used an LED bulb, it's not going to work. A person suggests an oven bulb. Yeah, so the oven bulb is a 25-watt bulb, usually, and will fit in perfectly and is well able for the heat as well. So the oven bulb, that listener is absolutely spot on, that the oven bulb is the perfect bulb to to, uh, use. By the way, I have a question just came in. What's the best way to clean lichen, moss and algae for a north-facing roof for somebody who is totally, utterly, completely non-DIY savvy, a.k.a. my husband Will? (coughs) I can get the man in to do it, Alex, is the best thing to do because it's never going to happen under his watch. Just get in the man. I think when you've natural slate, you should have a natural appearance. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking with it. Can you repeat the name of the powder Brian mentioned to get rid of the moss on the tarmac? This is the bluestone. This is bluestone or Mm. copper sulfate. And uh, it's used, it's two things it's sold for in in the hardware shop end of things. And that would be one to uh, loosen the tar and loosen the soot in your chimney. So you put a spoonful of that in when the chimney, when the fire is good and hot and it loosens, it dries out that tarry, sooty deposit and it also loosens any tar that's there. And uh, a lot of people find once they use it on a regular basis, they don't get the tar back. And the other thing you can do is you can dilute it in water to uh, spray on your moss or you can sprinkle it on lightly, now very lightly, on the moss on the tarmac and it will all go brown very quickly. So you put it on in dry weather and then, well, it doesn't matter what weather you put it on really, but ideally you put it on in dry weather and then once the rain comes, it'll wash it down into it and, and it'll wipe it out. Tommy... I'm not sure he's entirely sober. (laughs) It could be helpful to listen to this slot, slightly tipsy. He says, I took all the radiators out in 1995 and heat my entire house on a 25-watt bulb. (laughs) Yeah, he could have a problem. 
I think so. Yeah. Maybe the cold is getting to him. He's not drunk. He's hypothermic. <laughs> he's delirious. Yes, yeah. he's delirious from hypothermia. <laughs> Good luck, Tommy. <laughs> well, over the radiator in the hallway, there seems to be a lot of black marks and they don't wash off. Somebody said to me, and you know what yeah, happens some, when yeah, somebody, somebody says, said, yeah, yeah. Mm, that it may, I heard. The other one is, I heard. Or yeah. they say. They say, yes. It may be a sign of carbon monoxide in the air. Yeah, so black deposits around an appliance that actually burns the fuel can be an indication that you have a carbon monoxide problem. And look, we're, we've been, again, going on because of recent events we should all have a carbon monoxide alarm in any room that we live in, that we spend time in, that has a, a fuel-burning appliance. And it doesn't matter whether the fuel is wood pellets, solid fuel of any sort, oil, gas. They all burn fuel. They all produce carbon monoxide. And you're trying to get it outside rather than building up in the room. So uh, that should always be the case. But in this particular case, and it is an ongoing regular occurrence, we get people asking this question. In this particular case, your appliance, which is the radiator, does not burn fuel. So in this case, it's where the the dust, the, when you have heat, it, it the heat is rising and dust rises with it. And the heat also deionizes the dust a little bit and it deposits on the wall. And it's very, it's almost impossible to wash it off. Now, what can help to stop it happening in the future is to put a little shelf over the radiator and the heat will still come out. So you often see, you can actually buy little radiator shelves that go directly over the radiator and that funnels the heat out into the room, which is no harm, uh, but it also stops this dust from depositing. Um, and it's almost impossible. A strong detergent will wash some of it off, but honestly, just give it a good washing and you'll need to, probably need to use one coat of a water-based primer before you paint the wall again because it has a tendency to bleed through the paint. Um, but long-term, the shelf will stop the, the dust from depositing. Midlands Today's Mr Fix-It in association with Bright Ideas Lighting. Talbot Avenue, Athlone. Your destination for LED bulbs, bespoke lighting for vaulted ceilings and kitchen lighting. Bright Ideas.